Hello, welcome. Welcome back to Divinity Life uh, TV and Divinity Life Podcast. I pray that you guys are all doing well. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you as you are coming on. We are back with another episode of This is Kingdom. And uh, tonight we are talking about um, higher learning, the hidden wisdom of God, the hidden wisdom of God. We're going to be diving a little bit deep tonight. So I pray that, uh, you know, that doesn't disturb you, bother you, shake you. (laughs) Uh, You know, I I do realize that some people, um, you know, they just prefer to stay surface level. Uh, I'm not really one of those kind of teachers. This is a prophetic teaching series and I don't really, I'm not really good at serving candy. So sorry, sorry if you, you know, if you came for, <laughs> um, you know, Tickle Me Elmo or <laughs> Eight Tricks to Live Your Best Life Now or, you know, that kind of thing. It's just not, uh, it's it's just not me. I'm sorry. It's just not me. Um let me get Instagram up because I promised that well, I didn't actually promise, <laughs> so I don't have to, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to I'm going to go live with them just a little bit here until my battery runs out uh, because I don't know where my charger is. So <laughs> there's that. Um, but how have you got how are you guys doing? It has been a, it's been a while, right? It's been a little while since uh, we went live and I have been posting like video here and there. Let me raise my chair a little bit. I've been posting uh, little snippets, little videos uh, here and there and even reposting um, some things because they're fitting for the time. Right. The Lord uh, just laid it on my heart to to share it again. You know what I mean? So um Hello, welcome. <laughs> we're back. Uh, we're here live on Instagram. God bless you. If you are uh, jumping on, we are just uh, starting. And uh, this is another episode of This is Kingdom. So, so welcome back to you watching on Instagram, to you watching on YouTube, on um, Facebook, Twitter, and those that will be listening by way of podcast, welcome, 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 and God bless you. And I pray that you guys are all doing well. I pray that you're all doing well. Your sister has been busy. I've been working. I'm in school. I'm doing a lot of, you know, transitional type things right now uh, to shift my life into the next level where God wants me to be, to position me exactly where, you know, where he wants me to be. And uh, there, you know, it, it does involve some, some change. And it, and I'm not talking about small changes. I'm talking about big changes, big transitional changes, um, huge transitions, not, not, not small at all. And uh, it's something that I, that I asked for. And now God has, placed it in my lap and he's moving me into that. Uh, so, um, I am grateful. I am, um, 
being careful. I am, um, you know, being, trying to be, trying to stay focused, just basically trying to stay focused. And uh, so that is where we are with that. And so that's why I haven't been really uh, bringing, you know, the live streams every week here lately. So I'm sorry for that, but I am, uh, you know, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing the best I can now. So we're going to try to work from here. Um, Wednesdays and Fridays, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to try to jump back on board with that. Okay. So uh, yeah, I pray that you guys are having a great day and um, let's pray and jump into this message. Let's pray and jump into this message. Um, for those of you watching on Instagram, this tonight's message is called Higher Learning, and it's called, uh, we're talking about the hidden wisdom of God, the hidden wisdom of God. So we're going to jump into uh, prayer, and then we're going to get into the word here. I don't want to prolong you because I only have about an hour to an hour and a half. So, Father, uh, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for uh this opportunity to share your word, to share your truth, to share uh, prophetically what you have revealed in the name of Jesus concerning your people, concerning your church, the body of Christ. And uh, Father, we just thank you for every soul that uh, you've drawn by your spirit to hear this message and uh, just to take the time out, amen, just to take the time out to sit and hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Father God, for the spirit of truth that reveals all things, that leads us into all truths, that guides us um, in, into all truths. We thank you, Father, for the light, the, the illumination of your word um, and the inspiration of the Most High. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Father God, for all that you have planned to pour out tonight uh, to awaken us and to bring us to a greater level of understanding concerning you and your kingdom. In Jesus' name, we pray, we thank you, and we give you all the glory. Amen. All right. So uh, now that all the pleasantries are out of the way, <laughs> you know, I'm still your sister, you know, but you not you might not like me after this message, but that's okay. We can fight and make up later. Okay. <laughs> um, but I just really... I, I don't um, I, I don't want to play with God's people. I'm not, I'm not going to play with God's people um, because I have I, I've been visited by the Lord. I'm not just a fly by night, you know, uh, person out here. I've been, you know, uh, in the trenches with God. I have served in the house of God for 25 years. I have plowed through, you know, and um, God took me out of the house for a season. And this season has ended, by the way, this season has ended. God has placed me uh, strategically under um, apostolic and prophetic leadership who can uh, train me and, 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 you know, get me, um, get me, you know, uh, more well-rounded, I would say, just, you know, help me in the areas um, of my calling, of my specific calling. I've served a lot of years, but not targeted, uh, not under targeted training um, after I came into the knowledge of my prophetic call. And so uh, that is where he has me now. And uh, also uh, in Bible college, <laughs> learning about the church because I'm sent to, to the church, amen, in this season. Hello, uh, God bless you. 
Thank you for joining. And so uh, we are um, uh, moving, you know, but 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 I just said that to say, you know, and, I, and I'm not one to put myself on a pedestal at all, um, but I just said that to say that we are um, we are in a very crucial time and I don't have time to play with, you know, with with uh, with God's people. I am not going to uh, I'm not going to deceive you. I am not going to. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to play with with God's sheep. You know what I mean? When I know what God has shown me concerning his people and where he wants us to be. I am not coming to play with you. I am not coming to, you know, to, to, you know, uh, I, I, I just, I, I can't, I cannot, uh, I cannot sit down and play those kind of games with people's lives. Amen. I'm not coming to play with your life. So if you thought, you know, it was one of just another one of those, no, it's not just another one of those. I really take what God tells me, uh, seriously. And, um, you know, uh, we want we want to uh, help you to come into a place of maturity and help you to come into a place of understanding and help you to to grow up into the head, which is Christ. Amen. Help you to grow up into the head, which is Christ. So I'm not here. to. I'm not going to play with your emotions. I'm not going to tickle your feet, you know, and things like that, because I am here to help you. I am here to help you. Amen. Um. And so uh, we are going to uh, go ahead and jump into the word here tonight. This is kind of big. Let me get this, uh, minimize this a little bit. Um, we're going to get into the word of God. Uh, but the Lord, uh, let me show you, just share with you, you know, what the Lord um, shared with me as I pull up my scripture here. Um, this message is really stemming out of the message that I preached on Sunday. Uh, the message that I preached on Sunday. Hello, God bless you. The message that I preached on Sunday concerning um, the resurrection. And the Lord said that there, this, this, this piece that is missing, there is a piece that is missing. You know, we, we, we come to church, you know, Easter, you know, Resurrection Sunday, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to coin it, etc. That is not the that is not the the focus. The focus is, um, do we understand the meaning of the resurrection? Um, do we understand uh, the motive of the resurrection? Do we understand the purpose of the resurrection? Uh, because we don't really live that way. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on any toes, but we don't really live that way. You know what I mean? Like we really have a full understanding and, um, you know, the devil doesn't want us to know and our flesh doesn't want us to know, you know what I mean? And these, and the spirit of antichrist that is castrating the church today does not want us to know the true meaning of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, uh, the true wisdom, the hidden, uh, the hidden wisdom of God and the mystery of the revelation, the mysteries 
of God. Amen. The mysteries. Um, there is a mystery that must be revealed to you. You can read about it. You can hear about it. But until it has been revealed to you and in you, you see what I'm, you see what I'm saying? The Antichrist spirit and the Antichrist agenda Amen. For the church is to castrate the church. That means to keep us ignorant, to keep us ever learning, but never coming into the knowledge of the truth. It, it, it wants to keep you stuck. It wants to keep you stale. It wants to keep you stagnant. It wants to keep you lacking uh, fresh revelation knowledge from God. It wants to keep you in regurgitated information and just repeating and rehearsing what we heard instead of what has been revealed to us personally. Can you hear that by the spirit of God? It wants to keep us in, a, in, in, a, in the wilderness cycle of rehearsing elementary knowledge over and over and over and over again. You know, it wants to keep us in this, in this uh, elementary realm. You know what I mean? This elementary level, this elementary, you see what I mean? Uh, grade school level <laughs> you, of understanding, of understanding. And, 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 and the Lord is saying this, he's saying the night is far spent and the day is at hand, but my people are still not saved. Saved from what? <laughs> saved from what? Save from, save from hell, save from devils, you know, save from lions and tigers and bears. What, what is it that, 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 that we are not yet saved from? Well, the Bible says in Hosea 4 and 6 that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So we're, 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 we're still not yet saved from this spirit of ignorance and this spirit of, of uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, 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 the elementary knowledge, the elementary knowledge or the elementary rubric, you know, you, you you see the the antics. You see what I mean. And I'm not talking about physical. I mean uh, mental antics. I, I'm talking about church antics that 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 we rehearse year in and year out on Easter, on re your Resurrection Sunday, on your you know your your holidays, even on. The, regular Sundays, you know what I'm saying? Wednesdays, Bible study, etc. This this elementary rubric that we have been rehearsing and we have been cycling in the wilderness, rehearsing this knowledge. And the Lord is saying, when are my people going to be allowed to graduate? Yeah, because you're not there because you want to be there. You're there because you were trained to be there. The Lord said it's not even really their fault. And see, when we begin to hold leaders in the body of Christ accountable, when we begin to hold leaders accountable, then they begin to beat the sheep as in as if they had already taught this to the sheep. No, they haven't been teaching this to the sheep. They have been they have kept the sheep in a cycle. Now, you can you you can, you know, uh, you 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 can say, oh well, you know, Sister Shelley, it's not every church in this and that, you know, and this and that. 
That is a given, right? So we're not going to discuss that because that is a given. We know it's not every single church and every single leader. But when the body, when, when the when God is speaking concerning His body as a whole, He's talking to, He's trying to correct a problem in the midst of the body. You see, when 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 you have an illness in the midst of the body. You know, you can't blame every bone and every ligament and every blood vessel and every, you know, heart, every heart valve. You can't blame everything involved, but you'd still have to deal with the problem. And it is the bodies, the members of the body. It is our job to come together and deal with the problem. You see what I mean? Deal with the problem. So he's saying, when are my people going to be allowed to graduate? When will the mystery of godliness be openly revealed? When can the mystery of godliness be openly revealed? How long are you going to hold this back from them? He says, how long are these wolves in sheep's clothing going to hold back the knowledge of the truth? You see what I mean? Just to keep just to keep you coming to the service, just to keep you tithing, you know, just to keep you giving, just to keep membership and, and numbers and not lose influence and not lose dollars and not lose cents. Because these days it seems to be all about the platforms and paychecks. The Lord is saying, is anyone searching uh, 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 the scriptures anymore? That's our responsibility now. We can't blame that on the leaders. Why has it been kept secret by the church leaders, this thing? And I'm not a monasticist, uh, a monastic, you know, at all. You know what I mean? I'm not part of that, that group. I'm not part of that group that came out of the early church and started, you know, uh, to form their own <laughs> monasteries and things like that. That's not that that's not what I'm about. I am I am still in the fold. I'm still part of the fold, you know. But but the Lord um had a reason for pulling me out for a season. I'm gonna say that again. He had a reason for pulling me out for a season, amen, such as with his prophets. And so he says, when are we going to uh uh when are we going to begin to learn this thing, get a handle on this thing? And I'll tell you what, I'll break it down for you here in a minute. But but we're talking about um, why, why is it that we're not really searching the scriptures? <laughs> the Bible says that you search the scriptures and in them you think you have life, but they are they that that is that are written of me, Christ. Amen. And and when you read the scriptures, you also find that they are written of who? <laughs> They're written of you as well. Yeah, you. <laughs> That's where you find your identity. That's where you find your purpose. That's where you find your destiny. Amen. Is in the scriptures, in the word of God. And so he says, he says, are, uh, when are we going to start, you know, uh, searching the scriptures? Does anybody search the scriptures anymore? Does anybody study 
the Bible anymore? Why do we think that everything now is about miracles? Everything is not about miracles. Everything is not about deliverance and casting out demons and all that kind of thing, even though those things are great. But it is not the the it, it, see the, these are the benefits of the kingdom. These are like the little trinkets. The Lord is like, you need a miracle. Sure. Bam. You need a you know, you need a you need a healing. OK, you know, what I'm saying that's no problem for God. You know, these are this is a small thing for God. Amen. Uh, casting demons out you know what i mean who are they they ain't no they ain't nobody you know what i'm saying like you know what i'm saying that's a that's a light thing it's a small thing for god amen but the kingdom of god is about righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost and it is become is it is about becoming like god it is about becoming like your father it, yeah you're supposed to be the spitting image of your father the spitting image. Why? Because he created us in his own image and in his own likeness. We are meant to bear his image in the earth. We are meant to bear his image in the earth. The Bible says that in the last days, the glory of God shall cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. What does that mean? That means that just like the waters cover the sea, the people of the earth are are. are are supposed to reflect the glory of God in the earth. And when God looks into the earth, he sees a reflection of himself. And that pleases him very much. So you see, the Lord is saying, are we really, are, are, are we searching this thing out? Are we searching this thing out? Or, or are we just relying on what we think we know or what we thought we knew? <laughs> You know, uh, because a lot of us are relying on that. We're relying on what we think we know or what we thought we knew or what we learned yesterday. But let me tell you something about yesterday's news. Let me tell you something about uh, old manna. Amen. It breeds worms. It breeds worms. God gave the children of Israel fresh manna every morning. <laughs> that means that God gives freshly revealed knowledge every morning to his people. Yeah, fresh, fresh manna, fresh manna, fresh manna every morning. And what did he tell them? He said, he said, gather it in the morning. He said, but don't keep it. You know, don't don't keep don't keep the leftovers, get rid of it, you know, and then I will give you more the next day. Why? Because it will breed worms. It will breed worms. So could this be the reason that uh, most people who proclaim to know Jesus or proclaim to know God don't really live in expectation of his expected return? Could this be the reason I'm just saying, you know, that we don't live like he's coming back, even though we know that he was crucified, he was buried, you know, and he rose again on the third day and he's alive forevermore. Amen. But we don't and, and that he is coming back. Amen. This is the gospel that the apostles preached. This is the gospel that P Peter preached. He preached 
the, uh, th that Jesus Christ was the Messiah, was the son of the living God, that he is the Christ. He preached that Jesus Christ died, that he was crucified. He was crucified for our sins. He was crucified that we might have eternal life. And, and he preached the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. And he preached Christ's return, that he's coming back. And the Bible says that he's coming in a day when we look not for him. That, that, that his return is going to be like a thief in the night. Woo. So 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 why is it that we don't really live like we're in expectation of his return if his return is so unexpected, but we're celebrating resurrection day. Right. And, and, and many have even lost hope. We don't even ex we don't even expect him to come back anymore. You know, and so we just live anyhow. The Lord is saying, you know, this it, it's because of this. It's because of this false doctrine that has been, you know, released in the camp. It is, it's because of this false spirit, this antichrist spirit that is castrating my church. Stripping my church. You know, stripping my church of its identity. You know, same word, different outfit. <laughs> same word, different day. Same word, different video. Same word, different live stream. Same word, different per different people. You know, same word, different guest. But it's the same word. And the Lord is saying, when are your eyes going to open up? I'm getting to it. He says, when are, when are we going to wake up? There's a spiritual awakening that is coming upon the body of Christ. And it's far from, it's far from revival. It's greater than revival. See, you can revive me, you know, and bring me back to life. That doesn't mean I learned anything. That doesn't mean I saw anything. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean, you know what I mean? But but when you awaken the dead, she's not dead, she's only sleeping. When you awaken the sleeping bride or the sleeping giant, now you have, you have a force to be reckoned with. Now you got a problem on your hands. And the church has not been a problem, you know, <laughs> to the world like it needs to be. I know that sounds funny for me to say that, but we haven't become a threat like we need to be. We're not a threat like we need to be. They, they, they ain't scared yet. They're not. They're not. They, you know, they walk all over the church. They walk all over the church. Hallelujah. They walk all over the church. Thank you, woman of God. Thank you, uh, Brother Robert is here. God bless you, Brother Robert. Thank you. They walk all over the church. We haven't become a threat yet. Why? Why? And, and the Lord is saying it's because of this, it's because of this poison 
you know, that this old antichrist spirit has injected, you know, through these, through, through the mouths of these leaders who are also asleep. And they're just trying, they're just trying to get their paycheck. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I'll be the first to admit ministry is hard. <laughs> ministry is hard. It's not easy, especially when you don't have anyone pouring back into you. You know, we have to go to God to, you know, to, to get poured back into. Yes. But if you don't have anyone substantial in your life to pour back into you, it is even more, it is even harder. It's even harder. Like you are, it's like walking. I told my son one time, I said, I said, it's like walking. It's like trying to walk out of quicksand. It's like trying to walk out of quicksand. You're like, huh, 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 huh. you know what I'm saying? Ministry is hard. That's why we're not supposed to actually do it uh, alone. But I tell you what, God has his hand on uh on 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 some of his uh people namely certain prophets that he pulls you know to pulls aside for a season and it may feel like you're doing it alone but you're not doing it alone you're not doing it alone sorry about that um i forgot to put my uh name on here so you guys know who you're talking to <laughs> glory to god and i even forgot to put the title of the message there you go praise god but you know but it's not meant uh, to do to do it alone. God said that uh, it's not good for man to be alone, right? And so, uh, so you know, so so there's that. But 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 he's saying that um, he's saying that this 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 gimme gospel. You see. <clears throat> We don't live in expectation of, of Jesus' return um, because we've been given another gospel. We've been given another doctrine. We've been given another spirit and another Jesus. See, this same word that's been being preached, it's, it's, it, it comes in a different outfit, a different animal every time. But it's the same word. And, and, and it's got everybody on the same bandwagon. And you know what it's called? It's called the gimme gospel. It's called the gimme gospel. Gimme this, gimme that. You know what I mean? Never growing up for ourselves to grab it for ourselves. No, gimme, God, gimme, God, gimme. Just like babies. I told you, elementary, it's just like babies. Gimme this, gimme that. But we're not growing up to grab it for ourselves on our way out the door to help somebody else. You see? <laughs> See, the real gospel and the real Jesus matured them. It matured them. It, 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 it did something. It transformed those, those, those disciples. It transformed them into men of God, women of God. You see, we're, we're talking about men and women. We want to be called man of God and man of God, woman of God. God bless you, man of God you know, and all of that. And it sounds great. You know what I'm saying? Some of us demand to be called by our title. I'm not one of them. You can call me sister Shelly. I know who I am. I am God's prophet. I am one of his prophets. 
And I'm not ashamed of that. And I'm not going to cover that up either and sweep it under the rug anymore. Because how dare I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How dare we sweep our calling under the rug just because man might be offended by it when God wasn't offended by it. He said, I called you and ordained you a prophet to the nations from before, from, uh, from your mother's womb. Before I formed you in the belly, I knew who you were. And, and God is saying, and, and, and you were, I, you were fearfully and wonderfully made just like that. So what are you ashamed of? What are you ashamed of? And who you scared of? You better be scared of me and nobody else. Okay. So, so we got to grow out of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm talking to you like God talked to me <laughs> about certain things. And, and, you know, he's like, yeah, you got to grow out of that too. Oh, just come, Sister Shelly, sister, sister. No, you're my prophet. What's wrong with that? See, we have not, many of us haven't even come into the knowledge of our identity or our kingdom calling because of this elementary gospel, <laughs> this antichrist gospel, you see? And, 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 and instead, they put us on the gimme gospel bandwagon. And, and, and now, you know, uh, uh, we need a revelation that brings actual transformation. We need a revelation of the resurrection that actually brings about transformation. It's time to evolve, saints. That's what God is saying. It is time to evolve. The night, the day is at hand. The night is far spent and my people are not, are still not saved. They still haven't come, they still haven't understood their salvation. What is it about? It's time to evolve. It's time to become, not wait on. Not wait on. Not sit at the at, at, at the at the gate called beautiful and beg. Masakorobosaya. We're begging for alms. Can somebody give me a, I need a miracle. I need deliverance. I need this and I need that. We're like the man that was sitting at the gate called beautiful, begging for alms, begging for a handout. And God is saying, sit down at this table. You're not like, you know, uh, the, remember the Samaritan woman that came to Jesus and, 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 and Jesus said, it's not fit for the, for me to give uh, the children's bread to dogs. And she said, yay, Lord, but even the dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table. The Lord is saying this. He's saying, he's saying, you're my children. You're supposed to be sitting at my table, eating from my table, not the crumbs that fall from the table. See, she wanted a miracle. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to bust your religious bubble. I, all, all the bubbles, just, we're going to bust all those bubbles tonight. She wanted a miracle. You see what I'm saying? She wanted, she, she wanted, and, 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 and rightfully so, rightfully so. But, but, but those are called the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Those are like the trinkets, the little, you know, 
you know, my little princess, my little baby girl, let me put some little, little rings in your little jewelry box and give you some little trinkets and, and you can go in there and play dress up and, you know, and do your hair and, you know, and, and, and when you cry, I'm coming to put a, a, a little, you know, a pretty pink bandaid on your, on your knee. And you know what I'm saying? You know, we, we want to be petted and we want to be babied and we want, you know, and, 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 and when, when God broke open the deliverance again, you know, and, 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 and started revealing the, the, the purpose of the Acts church. And now, you know, everybody is like running around like demons. Ah, Nina, I got a demon. I got a demon. Ah, I need deliverance. I need deliverance. Oh my God. I had a nightmare. Oh my God. This, oh, you know, uh, uh, people, people doing this and people doing that and witches and, oh, you know what I'm saying? And we, everybody just, just spooked out now. You know what I mean? Instead of taking authority over the demons, see the purpose of deliverance is for you to get free and begin to go and loose others. Not just to, not for you to just get over your little issue. You know, a demon coming to sleep with me at night. Well, close your legs and 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 call those things that be not as though they were. Me or bind that demon, fight that devil. Me and get him out of your house, and then go set somebody else free. You see what I mean? That's what the deliverance movement was about. The deliverance revival. If you want to, you know, let's, let's just call it the deliverance revival. Okay. So, so that's what all that was about. But, but God is saying, my kingdom is bigger than that. It's about more than that. Those are just the benefits. It's not what you get paid for. <laughs> it's not what you get paid to do. It's not what I pay you to do. It is just, it is the benefits. You see, it's not the purpose of why you're here. Let me put it that way. Does that help? It's not the purpose of why you're actually here. See, see, we're supposed to be becoming like Christ. Not waiting on Christ. We see them coming to Jesus in the Bible. Right? And we see Jesus giving the miracles. Casting out devils, healing the sick, raising the dead, right? But what was the first thing he told us to do? See, we can't, we, we can't be, we, you know, the, the wallpaper falling down on this side and then we go tack up that side and then we look over there, oh, it's falling on that side. Let me try to catch that and let me try to, no. You know, this is a well, this is a full, well-rounded uh, gospel. The full gospel. What was the first thing he told them to do? He said, preach the gospel, cast out devils, heal the sick, raise the dead, but preach the gospel. You see, when you're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ, yes, the gospel according to Acts is, is you know, repent uh, and, and, you know, According to John and according to Jesus, it is repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And according to Acts, Peter said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be, be, uh, repent and be baptized 
in the name of the Lord Jesus and be filled with the Holy Ghost. When Jesus first preached his message, he preached his first message. What did he say? He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach glad tidings to the meek. <laughs> he didn't mention a devil first. He mentioned preaching, setting the captives free through what? Preaching the gospel, preaching the truth. See, it is the truth that makes us free, not a deliverance minister. And I am one, but it is the truth that makes us free. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Well, what is the truth? What is the truth? Why the church look like every other religion? Because we have not set apart the truth. We have not focused on the truth. You know, you know. Uh, 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 the becoming part. We, we we focus on the relying part. We come to Jesus like they came to him in the Bible for miracles. And we think it's all about miracles. But miracles were a byproduct of his of Jesus ministry. Just in case they didn't believe, you see, then we pull out the miracles, you know what I mean? And when people are in need, we pull out the miracles. But he pulled the, the disciples aside and he taught them about the kingdom of God. He taught them the truth. He opened their eyes. He revealed himself to them. The Bible says that you shall, we shall become like him when we see him as he is. How many of us can actually say we've seen him? <laughs> let me mess, let me mess some people up. We got we got a lot of people out here trying to trying to win souls and all that kind of thing. Sounds good, wonderful, great. But they have not yet been eyewitnesses of his, uh, uh, of his glory. <laughs> that means after the resurrection. They have not been eyewitnesses. Well, how can you be an eyewitness if you weren't there, Shelly, when he walked the earth 40 days after his resurrection? <laughs> well, let me tell you how. Exactly what he said to the disciples, go and tarry, wait in Jerusalem and, and don't, you know, I want you to preach this gospel unto the whole earth. I want you to go and make disciples of all men. Right. And that's what they teach us in church. Right. But he said, not before. Not before you have been endued with power from on high. So, so he told them, he said, yes, this is what I want you to do. This is your mission. But first, I want you to stay here, Terry, wait here in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. That means until you have been filled with the Holy Ghost. Oh, somebody might make a video about me in the future when they see me in the next five years preaching this. I don't, I don't know. I don't care, but it's the truth. Anyhow, 
It's the truth anyhow. See, we can't be an effective witness of Jesus Christ if we have not been an eyewitness of his glory. And the only one that was there <laughs> when he got up out of that grave was the Holy Ghost. And unless we've been filled with the Holy Ghost, oh, not just coming upon us, but filling us from the inside out. The Holy Ghost, which is the earnest of our inheritance. It is the down payment of our salvation. It is a necessity. And let me tell you a secret. When God fills us with the Holy Ghost, he don't take it back. My gifts and callings are without repentance. I will not take it back. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God who giveth to all men freely, liberally, and will not take it back. Mm -hmm. Talking about higher learning. See, it's the Holy Ghost. He was there. He was the original eyewitness. He witnessed the whole thing go down from, from, from Adam <laughs> till now. He, he, he witnessed everything. He was a part of the creation of mankind. And so when we talk about winning souls for Jesus, when we talk about making disciples of all men, we can't do it without the Holy Ghost. Without the Holy Ghost. But how many churches do we see where the pastor is sending people out to go witness and they have not been an eyewitness? They have not been filled. That's why when Apostle uh, Peter stood up, he, the first thing he asked them after, after he preached the gospel to them, he said, he said, have you been filled with the Holy Ghost since you believed? Excuse me. After they had received the gospel, he came back to make sure that they had received the Holy Ghost. We need balance in the body of Christ, but we need truth too. You know what I'm saying? Yes, y'all say we super deep, we too, we supernatural, we super this and super that and too deep and, and all that kind of thing. And then we got the people that are surface level and they're and they're, you know, uh, you know, all mental and analytical and all that kind of thing. And they can't appreciate the deep things of God. But God said, who's right, who's wrong? Everybody's, you know, trying to figure out who's right, who's wrong. No, we need both. We need both. It's called balance. It's called balance. And we need to come together and agree on the word. Not opinion, but the word of God. We need a revelation that brings transformation. And the revelation is this. Christ revealed in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. This is the mystery of the kingdom of God. This is the mystery of the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is the mystery revealed. Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's not pride to stand up in your God-given authority and power, the power of the Christ. It's not pride to do that. It's kingdom. This is the kingdom. This is the kingdom. He, he, he said, he said, he said, it's time for us, for my people to evolve. time to evolve. It's time to become. It's time to become. 
the sons of God. It's what the world is waiting on. There's the sons of God, the manifestation of the sons of God. We know that scripture all too well, but we're not living it. We know that scripture, but we're not living it. <laughs> it, it has not yet become a reality to us. Sons of God. No, children of the children of God. No, no, no. The sons of God. The sons of God. What are we so afraid of? Like, what? what uh, I, I, no, it's not. Okay, maybe we're not afraid, but it seemed like we just got lazy from all this whitewash preaching and 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 and, and being lulled to sleep every week, you know, and and, and we just, you know, let, okay, let me give you a, a scripture because you know you can't get past me without no scripture. So let me give you a scripture. <laughs> let me give you a scripture. Hebrews chapter six. Go with me to Hebrews chapter six. Right quick. Hebrews chapter six. Yeah, the only thing that that excites people these days is demons. Now, everybody, you know, on the on the, the you know, the supernatural deliverance train. And, you know, that's cool, you know. But really, like, is that is that where we're going to hang our hat? Are we going to hang our hat right there? You know, we don't know anything about the real Jesus that we sing and we talk about. We don't know about the real Jesus, the depth of his wisdom. We don't understand the the, the, the vastness of his kingdom or, or, or the knowledge of his perfect will. He said, I wish above all things that you be filled with the knowledge of my will. With the knowledge of my will. Amen. Glory to God. Woman of God said, uh, somebody said, uh, help us to, Lord, help us to grow up. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, help us to grow up. He said he's taking us from, dom from deliverance to dominion. Yes. A lot of messages on here. She said... <laughs> The gimme gospel, she's laughing, laughing at me, sister. <laughs> Amen, though. You know, the that's what I call it, the gimme gospel. And and you know, I'm not making fun of people who need things, but I'm just saying we gotta do better. He's taking us from deliverance to dominion. Yes, amen. You gotta give me one of those things that so I don't have to pull these messages up by hand. Out of our belly will flow rivers of living water. Amen, woman of God. God bless you. Thank you for that. Yes. 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 Uh, Brother Robert said, preaching the word to others increases our own faith as we hear the word spoken from our own mouth. Come on now. That's the truth. That is the truth. Go with me to Hebrews chapter six. Hebrews chapter six, verse one. Let me show you what this says. I'm in the King James Version, Hebrews chapter six, verse one. It says, therefore, leaving. <laughs> okay, uh, let, let's look at chapter five. Let's look at chapter five. Mm. 
We're talking about, you, you know, see, see, we're supposed to become like Christ, right? This is about becoming like Christ. And, and this is about, that means that this is about having the mind of Christ. He says, you know, uh, 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 that we are to put on the mind of Christ. And what does it say? The scripture says, um, uh, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Well, why did God, why did God put that in there if that wasn't for us? Don't let people sh sh turn you away from that. That we are, the fact that we are little gods, the fact that we are little Christ, little, just, just, just keep that word in mind though. Don't forget that we don't, don't get to thinking that we missed the big stuff. You know what I mean? Don't let's not get beside ourselves, but we have to understand that that is who we are. That is who we are as the sons of God, Jesus Christ being the firstborn among many brethren. We are the many brethren. Now look what the scripture says about him. It says in uh, Hebrews chapter five, verse seven, uh, verse eight, it says, though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things he suffered. No, God, just get me out of it. I don't want to go through nothing. That's why we ain't anointed. That's why we ain't got no oil in our lamps. I don't want to go through nothing. It says that though he were a son, I'm not talking about babies we're not talking about it says it, it were a son oh notice it doesn't say the son and this and this is a capital s-o-n whoa look at this scripture though he were a son yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered and being made perfect he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. Being made perfect. Keep that word in mind for all you that say we can't be perfect. Ain't nobody perfect and all that kind of thing. Okay. Well, just let's just skip over the Bible then. What you going to do with these scriptures though? See, we have the, the problem is we don't have an understanding of what it means to be perfect. It means to be complete, to be whole, complete in him who is the author, right? Who is the head of all principality and power. To be complete in him, lacking nothing. That's what perfect means. See what I mean? When I say regurgitated information, we just passing on stuff that we heard. But did we look into these things? Has the truth been revealed to you? No. No. Because other, because you keep, because if it had, you would stop regurgitating. It says, being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. The author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey him. So wait, I thought this salvation was for everybody. No, it is unto all that obey him. Uh-oh. I thought I could just go get a prophecy and, and turn around three times and flip and run up and down the road. And, and, and no, it is to all that obey him. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. I don't got no skittles. I don't got no, no tricks up my sleeve. Nothing like that. I'm not, I'm not going to play with you like that. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to play with your life. I'm not going to play with your salvation like that. I think too much of my brothers and sisters in Christ. I know how much this thing costs. I'm not going to play with your mind like that. I ain't no pimp. I'm not in it for money. But if you want to sow a seed, you can sow one. It'll help me keep these live streams going. But I'm just saying. It says, unto all that obey him, called of God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. Now watch this. Of whom we have many things to say to you. Apostle Paul says, we have many things to say and hard to be uttered. Haven't heard that word in a while, have we? <laughs> Divine utterance, why? Because it comes by way of revelation. <laughs> Hard to be uttered, seeing that you are dull of hearing. You're so used to hearing to hearing about candy and cake and, oh, you taking me to Chuck E. Cheese? And, you know, when my baby, when my uh, baby get ready, when I, if I say the word outside, he already at his drawer getting his leech, my puppy dog. So, you know, you know, our ears are conditioned to hearing these things. Our ears are are conditioned to hearing you know this 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 gimme gospel this 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 false doctrine this other spirit this other jesus that we've been given he says that hard these things are hard to be uttered seeing you are dull of hearing for when the time for when for the time you ought to be teachers you have need that one teach you again which be the first principles of the oracles of God. We have need to be taught again the first principles of the oracles of God. And that word oracle means sayings, the religious sayings over and over again. We can say amen or say ouch. I still love you. It applied to me too. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, uh, he said, and and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. See, when was the last time we heard a message that we had to chew on that thing for a while? We couldn't just swallow that like that. That ain't nothing I just heard yesterday that this is something else. You know what I'm saying? This is something that's going to put a little meat on my bones. This is something that I got to chew on this thing for a while. You know what I'm saying? This is something I got to meditate on for a while. I got to chew. It says, be, he says, you are become such as a, have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Uh-oh. It's all love. It's all love. Y'all, my family, don't get offended, please. It's all love. But but this is the truth. And this is why we don't understand the power of the resurrection. This is why we don't understand the power of the resurrection. My sister is on. God bless you, sis. Thank you, Sister Elizabeth and Sister Tanita. God bless you, Sister Tanita. Hey, girl. <laughs> Good to see you. Man, listen, though. Listen. He says, everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe, right? 
verse 14, but strong meat belonging to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. This is how I can see through stuff. This is why the average, you know, uh, online minister, the average preacher, I don't care if you're online or on TV or wherever they are, the average minister can't really get much. You can't really fool me. You can't really fool me. And, and, and it is just because it is just because I've been chewing on strong meat for a while now. I've been chewing on, I've been eating solid food. It says solid food belongs to them that are of full age. That means mature. Now, do I still have growing to do? Yes. That's why you see I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Bible college now. I'm in prophetic training now. I'm trying to get all the knowledge, the wisdom, the understanding that I can get. Because I will, you will never hear me say that I've arrived. I've not. But, you know, um, we all, the Lord told us at the beginning of this year, one, one uh, part of the prophetic word that he gave for the year. God bless you too, sis. Thank you. And she said, hello, darling. Oh, I love you. She, um, he, he, part of the word that he gave us, if you go back and listen to my messages, prophetic messages for this year and beyond, it, he said, grow. He said, I want my people to grow, right? So we have to do things to get, put us in a position of growth. And, and, and it says here that, uh, it, it says that they are mature, even those by, who by reason of use or practice have their senses exercised. That means trained. Your senses have been trained to discern both good and evil. Now watch this. When the devil brings a false message, a gimme gospel, another doctrine, another spirit, another Jesus, when the devil brings his antichrist spirit and his antichrist agenda to try to castrate the church, guess what? It comes in the form of good. Everything you see, everything the devil does, it comes as good. The Bible says that Eve saw that the tree was good for food and something to be desired. It was good. The devil will always present something to us that is good. It sounds good. It looks good. It feels good. Lucifer. The angel of light. He transforms himself into an angel of light or something that is good. But it's not good for you. You see, that's why we have to have our senses exercised to be or trained to be able to discern between good and evil because everything looks good. You can go listen and listen. You can look, sit and listen to a, a million messages a day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can go on live streams all day. You know, you can sit there and eat and eat and eat and eat and everything looks good. I want to tell you the devil is working overtime in the church. 
Don't think just because you sitting sitting up under a preacher that the devil is not feeding you something good. That's where he does his best work is in the church. Antichrist spirit. Jesus said the spirit of Antichrist is already here. It's not coming. It is here. And that was in Jesus' day. So where do you think he went? You think he gone now? No. No. We He working on full-blown antichrist now, the man. And, and I want to tell you he's already been born. Because the Holy Ghost told me. I'm going to show you how you know. Because the Holy Ghost told me. And, 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 and in a little while, we're all going to see. We're going to see. Because the spirit of God don't lie. I don't just make stuff up in my head. I don't love that. I don't like devils that much to be sitting up thinking about them all the time. But the Holy Ghost showed, showed me that. His, uh, chapter six, verse one, it says, therefore, leaving the principle, the principles of the doctrine of Christ. That means the elementary discussion of Christ. <laughs> if you don't have a study Bible, you need to get you a study Bible. I, I got a King James study Bible that's, that's breaking this thing down now. Leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, that means the elementary discussion of Christ, let us leave that and go on unto perfection. There that word is again that we don't, we, we don't like. We like perfect i can't be perfect who says who who told you that who told you that that's a lie from the pit of hell yes you can be perfect <laughs> you just gotta know what perfect is did not god say to abraham a mortal man be ye perfect even as i am perfect did he or did he not He said, let us go on unto perfection. And this and, and, and perfection in, in this sense means maturity. That means again, fullness or completeness. Yeah. When Jesus descended, he also ascended and gave gifts unto men. The fivefold ministry gifts of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher for what? For the perfecting of the saints. Come on, Ephesians. Y'all, are y'all with me? Where are my scholars at? The perfecting of the saints until we all come into the unity of the faith, right? Into the unto the fullness of unto the fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ, maturity. See, Christ represents the mature man, the whole man, yeah? Jesus was the man that walked in the flesh on the earth for 33 and a half years. But Christ, <laughs> Is the ancient of days. He, it is the fullness. You see, after Jesus was resurrected and he walked 40 days more on the earth, 
then we were seeing Christ. We were seeing Christ. That wasn't Jesus. That was the Christ. <laughs> and so when Peter stood up and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, Jesus was like, you got it. You got it. You got it. Now that you have seen me, now that this, now that, that, that this wisdom had this hidden wisdom. See, he broke open the mystery <laughs> of the kingdom. He broke open the mystery. And Jesus said, flesh and blood did not reveal this unto you, did not reveal this unto you, but my father who was in heaven. It is only the father who can reveal things to us. Stop rehearsing regurgitated information and get the revealed wisdom of God for yourself. For yourself. He, 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 said, he said, and upon this rock, upon this revelation, I will build my church on this right here. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You know why? Because Peter... Peter began to understand that there was something more to this Christ thing. That Jesus was a seed placed in the earth to reproduce. He, 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 was, he was a seed that was planted in the earth to bring forth more fruit, the sons of God, full of the spirit of who? Christ. That's the Holy Ghost. You see? So it's, this is about becoming, not waiting on a miracle, not waiting on a breakthrough, not waiting. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We got to wait on the Lord. We got to go, go through and come out and all that kind of thing. But the Lord is like, no, no, no. You got See, if the leaders had been teaching us this from the beginning, we wouldn't be stuck where we are right now. Because we're so dependent on God for everything. And I know that sounds crazy. But God is saying, look, I'm trying to get you to stand up and walk. I'm trying to get you to sit. You're sitting at the king's table, but where are your utensils? Like, get your knife and your fork and cut that meat and eat. I'm not feeding you anymore milk. Because you, 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 you got a, you, you got a, a, a real battle out here. He took the children of Israel the long way around into the promised land because they knew nothing of war. They had to learn how to fight. He's not going to put infants and babies in war. We have to learn to fight. And this, this takes maturity. It takes spiritual strength and understanding and knowledge. Or we'll be destroyed in the battle for lack of knowledge. We'll be in the battle waiting on God to give us a miracle instead of be, instead of walking in the spirit of Christ, getting full of the Holy Ghost and, and fight them, fighting them devils, fight them devils. Make them jokers back up off of you. That's what God want to see. Take over, walk in dominion. That's what God wants to see. He like, yeah, that, that's my, that's my boy. That's my girl right there. 
You see what I'm saying? So he said, we got to come out of this, this baby land, this elementary, you know, ring around the rosy. And we have to uh, go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. You see what the script It's not me saying it's the scripture saying it. Faith toward God. That means my faith is toward God. I am waiting on God to do this. I am waiting on God to do that. I need God to do this. Faith toward God instead of the faith of God. Oh, I'm just I'm just warring over the over the promises over my life. I'm fine, you know. I'm war warring. Uh, no, that's not what the warfare is about. No, it's not about the promises over your life. God could care less if you have a house with a white picket fence and a dog, and, and, and he, he could care less about all that. This is about this is about souls. This is about kingdoms. Do you understand? This is not about us being comfortable in our own little world. I know we love that. We love that. We love that. Oh, Charlie in the chocolate factory. We love that. But I'm telling you, this is, I'm telling you the truth now. I'm telling you the truth. This, that's not what this is about. Oh, I'm just warring over the promises of God. No, he said war over the prophecies, the word that was spoken over your life that you are supposed to become, that you are supposed to evolve into, that, that you are supposed to trans transform into. Who? Your God-given kingdom identity and purpose. Not about the promises. Those are byproducts. Those are benefits. What are, what are the promises? What are the promises that we're, okay, let's just keep it real then. What, what, okay, so what, is, what are the promises then that we, that we want, want to war over? What promises? I'm going to get married and I'm going to have babies and I'm going to have a business and I'm going to have, we have yet to understand. That's why God said, my people are still not saved. Where is that in the Bible? Tell me that. You know what promise was made to Abraham? You want to talk about the promises of God? Let's, let's talk about it. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swear by him, himself, saying, surely blessing I will bless thee and multiplying I will multiply thee. And after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Now, what did God promise to Abraham? You see, it was more than just about lands and money. God, Abraham was blessed. Abraham was rich. He was wealthy. He had plenty of land, plenty of livestock, plenty of money, if you want to put it in those terms, right? But what did God actually promise to Abraham? He says, I'm going to multiply you. <laughs> I'm going to multiply you as you see, you, you see these stars in the sky, Abraham, you see this, you see the sands of the, the sands of the sea without number. I'm going to make you like that. I'm going to make, I'm going to multiply you. 
I love your spirit so much. I love you so much. I want more of you. I want more like you. This is about duplicating Christ. Huh. That's what the prophecies over your life are about. Bringing you into the knowledge of the, of the perfect will of God for your life and the knowledge of who you are in the kingdom. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Sister said, thank you, Jesus. She says, revelation to transformation. Yes. Revelation to transformation. Revelation to transformation. Revelation that brings transformation. I'm so tired of hearing about, you know, uh, how I can break free from 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 uh, uh mental bondage how i can you know what i'm saying how i can yeah we need people need that you know and i understand we are at different stages of our walk i do understand that and that maturity is a process i do understand that but my problem is this is 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 the fact that the leaders in the body of christ and i'm not i'm not knocking them but i'm just saying this is a this is a problem because look what it's created the, this is what's missing, you see, and this is where the antichrist spirit is working. It's in the pulpit. It's not in the pews. Ha! Ah, what the devil gonna do with a member when he can get? Look, smite the shepherd, and the sheep will scatter. The devil is smart. So what he's got these leaders doing is they're not preaching this this revelation of Christ in you, the hope of glory. They're preaching, rely on Jesus, wait on Jesus, wake up Jesus on the boat because your boat is sinking. You better wake up Jesus. That They're preaching dependency, too much dependency on Jesus instead of becoming like Jesus. That's what the world is waiting on. Many Jesuses, they're going to see many Christs in the earth. Bible says in the last days, saviors shall come upon Mount Zion. We are called to be deliverers and saviors. Jesus said, uh, uh, God said to the prophet Isaiah, he said, in the, in the last day, they shall all know me from the least to the greatest. So this thing is going to get out because he has prophets that are preaching the truth. I don't know how many of us there are because I'm I'm finding few and in between that, that preach this word right here, this revelation right here that came from God, not me. So we're teaching the same thing over and over, going around the mountain, the doctrine of baptism and, and, and laying on our hands and, you know, all, all of that and all of that. It, 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 it's talking about maturity. We have to mature now. We have to mature now. Uh, we have to mature now. We got to come out of the fundamentals. And we have to grow, go on to know the Lord. We have to go on to know the Lord. Let me give you another scripture uh, to take with you. I'm on, I'm on my way out. Hallelujah. I'm on my way out. I got to go pick up my, my son. First Timothy chapter three, 
verse 16. First Timothy, Timothy chapter three, verse 16. It says, we got it. It says, and without controversy, are we here? It says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Are we seeing that? Are we seeing that? We're talking about what? The mystery. The mystery. The mystery of godliness. Talking about the hidden wisdom of God. Mark chapter 4 verse 11. See, this is something, it was a mystery because even Jesus didn't reveal it to, to the multitudes. What did he say in Mark, uh, uh, Mark chapter 11? Uh, let's look at verse 10. It says, and when he was alone, they that were around him or about him with the 12 asked him, asked of him the parable. And he said unto them, unto you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. But unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. So they were hidden from the religious people, right? But he's giving it unto those who are close to him. Those who he will reveal himself to. Those who want to know him in that way. Those who can see him as he is. Because he knows that in, he knows that in seeing him as, as he is, they're going to become like me, he says. Verse 12, you don't believe it? Okay, verse 12, it says that, that seeing they may see and not perceive. See, religion will make you think you see and know something, but you don't perceive it. You don't understand it really. And that's why you keep hearing the same thing preached over and over and over in different animals and different outfits. But it's the same word. God's going to give you. God's going to do it. God's going to do it. Yeah, eh, 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 right? That, that seeing they may see and not perceive. And hearing they may hear. They hear all right. But they don't understand. Lest at any time they should be converted and their sin should be forgiven them. The sin of what? Unbelief. Unbelief. This is a faith thing. This is a faith thing. Unbelief is a sin. It is a sin. Bible talks about the evil heart of unbelief. Unbelief is evil. That's why one of the first things we ought to learn when we come into uh, the Lord is faith, about faith. Right? Uh, Romans eleven twenty five. 25, it says, for I would not brethren that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own deceits. The blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. You see, so we th they think they see, but they're blind. 
Let me keep going. Romans 16, 25. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. I don't, I don't see no devils in there. And the preaching of Jesus Christ. Again, I, I don't see nothing about the pit right there. No uh, curses right there. Don't get it twisted. I believe in all that. I do it all the time. You've seen it. If you on my YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe, by the way. You know, it's there. I do it. But 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 the Lord is telling me this is not what the this is not what your whole ministry is about. Don't get lost in the sauce. If they want to make a whole ministry about that, you know. So 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 be it. Uh, pray for them to come into the fullness of the of the knowledge. Fullness of the knowledge. Fullness of the measure of the stature of Christ, because that's where I'm taking you. And that's where I'm trying to take all of y'all. Right. There's a full wisdom here. He says uh, the preaching of, of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began. See, Jesus, when he showed up, he told those disciples when they started figuring out who he was and stuff like that. And, and, and you, you the Messiah. And he said, tell no man. Shh. Keep this secret. Let's keep this between you and me for now. Because my time has not yet come. There's coming a time when the devil is going to think he's doing something. But if the prince of this world would have known, he wouldn't, he would have not, uh, he, he, he never would have crucified the Lord of glory because all you did was rend the veil and let the whole thing out. All you did was let the whole thing out. If they had known, they would never have crucified him. Because they all they did was they they released the mystery. <laughs> right? He says the revelation of the mystery, which which was kept secret since the world began. The resurrection, that's when uh uh that that is uh when God when when God said now they, they all gonna know when, when he took his last breath on that cross <laughs> and immediately. He stepped into glory immediately. First Corinthians two and seven, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Oh, I thought all glory to God, all glory to God. No, no, no. There, God said, what did Jesus say? Father, glorify me that I may glorify you. Right. There is the glory of man and there is the glory of God. And God, God is about the glory of man as well. Let's stop. We got to stop being religious. God wants to show his glory through man, which God ordained before the world unto our glory. First Corinthians 15, 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. That means we're not all going to sleep on the kingdom side of things. Death is called sleep to the 
unregenerated, it is it is death. Why? Because it still has the sting. But we fall asleep. Jesus took the sting out of death. He took the pain out of death. He took the pain out of death. So when the when the apostles were 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 crucified upside down and boiled in oil and sawed in half and all of that, and Stephen was stoned to death, you know, the Lord showed me. He said, He said, I did not allow them to suffer pain because I took the sting out of death. That's what that means. They fell asleep before they could feel anything. And they and therefore they didn't feel it. See, Jesus took all of that for us so that, they, so that we wouldn't have to. They were martyred, but they still, the Bible says, Stephen, when they were stoning Stephen, he looked up into heaven and he saw the Lord standing. And he said, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Same words that Jesus said on the cross. And the Bible says he fell asleep. You can tell me who, who's having a conversation while they're being stoned to death if they're feeling every, everything. He wasn't feeling all that. He was in the glory. He was, he was already tr in transition to his glorified body. Masakarabasa. He was already in transition. God is not, God ain't like that. You think God gonna let you, no, he's not like that. Having uh, uh, Ephesians, it says, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be what? Changed. That's what's missing is change, transformation, change. Real change gotta happen. We gotta evolve. <clears throat> we have to transform. We have to change into the image right into the image of the son of God, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had purposed in himself. Ephesians one verse nine, Ephesians three and three, how that by revelation, he made known unto me the mystery, the mystery, right? Ephesians, uh, uh, whereby we read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. And to make all men see, verse 9, what is the fellowship of the mystery? There it is again. Which, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Here we go. Here we go. We're, 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 we're rounding it up now. Ephesians 5.32. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Uh-oh. Here we go. You, are we seeing it? He's, are we seeing it? Christ and the church, what? We part of the mystery too? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Ephesians 6, 19, as for me and for me, that uh, pray for me, in other words, that utterance may be given unto me, that utterance may be given unto me. So many people got a message with no utterance, but but we we this man is praying for utterance to be given unto him. Why? That I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. See, we got to show the world something they don't know, something they ain't got. They've seen all this stuff before. They've heard all this stuff before. They know the gimme gospel. 
they practice the same thing and they know they ain't doing right. Colossians 1.26, even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but has now made manifest to his saints. It didn't say Christian nowhere. It said saints. It said saints. Saints. Verse 27, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of his mystery, of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is, this is the mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The hope of glory. Mm -hmm. Christ is in you now. See, without the Holy Ghost, we don't have Christ in you. Uh-oh, sorry. I stepped on somebody's toe right there. I'm sorry, but we need the Holy Ghost. We need him. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now Christ is in you and you still begging for a handout, a Christ is in you. You still begging for a miracle. Tell me when do we see Jesus walking the earth ever ask anybody to cast a demon out of him or ask anybody for a miracle or a healing? Are we supposed to do it if we're sick? Yes. Call for the elders of the church. Let them pray for us, anointing us with oil. Amen. If we got demons, call for help so we can cast them demons out of there, right? You need a miracle, you better ask God and nobody else. But we're forgetting about the fact that we're supposed to be carrying that. We're supposed to be manifesting that. We're supposed to be doing that ourselves. We're, we see we receive, but we don't want to freely give. We don't think about giving. Okay, now how can I do this for somebody else, Lord? Oh, Christ in me, I, I, the hope, I hope of glory. Okay. So I need to come into the knowledge of that. And I need to understand that. I'm carrying something, right? We're seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above all principality, power, all things uh, in the heaven and earth and under the earth, right? And so we've been given all power and authority and we have to walk in it. It says, Christ in you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, whom we what? Preach. See, we, where's the preaching of this Christ in us, the hope of glory? It's not in the church. The Antichrist spirit has dr driven it out of the church and got everybody sitting in there waiting on a handout and a prophetic word. Pray for me, pray for me. No, you go pray for somebody else and watch God do what you need done. Where's your intercessory spirit? It says, whom we preach, warning every man. If you don't know this, I'm warning you. You better get this right here. And teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Don't, 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 don't. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> And that word was to the saints and to the faithful in Christ. Amen. 
Yeah, Apostle Paul said, whereunto where I also labor. I labor in this thing right here, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. See, it ain't, you see, don't, don't play with me in this, in this word. Cause, cause you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Well, we can, we can get down in, in the word. We can get down. You know what I mean? <laughs> you sharpen me, I sharpen you, you know? And if I'm wrong about something, correct me. You know what I mean? Correct me. Correct me. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want to lose. I don't want none of us to lose. We're not going to lose. <laughs> We're fighting a winning battle. The devil is a loser, not us. I got a message on that on my channel. Satan is a loser. Yes, it is a very bold message. And I preached it and I suffered for that message. So please go, go listen to it. Please. 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 Please, because that cost me something. So, uh, so, so this is what this is what the Lord is saying, and I'm going to close right here, and I'm going to pray. Um, I'm going to pray for us. I notice I said us because I'm not excluded from the word. This is the word of God. It's not my word. It's His word, and it applies to all of us. It's not my word. It's his word. And it applies to all of us. So, so I'm going to pray for us and you guys join your faith with me. Let's pray and close out here <clears throat> because, you know, we got to We got to get out of our flesh. We got to get out of our flesh in this carnal existence, this carnal mind. Bible says that to be car to be spiritually minded is life and peace, but to be carnally minded is death. It is death. That's the only death, you know, that's going to, now that's going to hurt you. That's going to hurt you. That's going to hurt you right there. You know, the devil work overtime to keep us in the carnal mind. That's why everything he popping on TV, YouTube, social media, music, this and that. Every time he come, he coming through all kinds of ways to try to get in your head, get in your mind. You know what I'm saying? And just, you know what I'm saying? He, 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 he coming all kinds of ways just throwing that magic and all that, all that nonsense and foolishness, because that's what it is, you know, to keep your carnal mind occupied. So you never break into the spiritual realm. You never break into the supernatural realm and learn how to sit in that thing. Learn how to sit in that thing and stay there. And that's why your spirit is all over the place. No, we, we have to, Anchor down, anchor down in this word, anchor down in this truth. Anchor down, anchor down. And we can't be trying to claim promises that ain't ours if we ain't anchored down. Soon as something happened, oh, a thousand shall fall at my side and 10,000 in my right hand, but it should not come not me. Well, were you anchored down though? Because the Bible, that scripture starts out by saying, he that dwells in the secret place shall abide, stay, anchor down, lock down under the shadow of the almighty, abide there in the presence of God. And that promise of that scripture is attached to that word right there. That is an instruct. That is the instruction. Dwelling in the secret place of the most high. 
Not just because once saved, always saved, because that's a lie. We're not once saved, always saved. Because you can be, you can be, you can be saved and have a measure of salvation, but you don't see salvation comes in process. We have to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Well, why, what's the purpose of the fear and trembling if one save always say? What we got to be fear and trembling about? What we got to work at work for what? You see what I mean? So we can't just follow the, these little, you know, these these little uh, cliche uh, statements that everybody be making. And, and, and no, it's not once saved, always saved. You have to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. You have been delivered. You shall, you are being delivered and you shall be delivered. There's more deliverance coming. There's more change coming. There's more, you know, there's more coming. And we have to be active participants and co-laborers with God in this walk. We have, we have our part to do as well. Thank you, uh, sis. She put uh, anchors. She said, absolutely. Constant distractions. Yes. Anchors. Yes. We got to anchor down. Anchor down. Anchor down. Thank you. So let's pray because uh, I got to get out of here. I'm a little bit past my time. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, for this word. And uh, this uh, truth that you have revealed to your people. We thank you, Father God, for every eye that was opened. We thank you for every ear that came unstopped. We thank you, Father God, for every yoke that was destroyed. We thank you, Father God, for every lie that was exposed. We thank you for every chain and shackle that was utterly broken asunder. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for the fire of the Holy Ghost that was kindled upon the coals of the hearts of your people. In the name of Jesus, Christ of Nazareth. Father, we thank you and we give you praise, Heavenly Father, for open up, opening us up, O oh Lord, to the knowledge of your will, filling us with the knowledge of your will and the revelation of Jesus Christ, the revelation of the mystery of godliness, which is Christ in us, the hope of glory. Thank you, Father God, that you have hidden this things from these things from the wise and the prudent, but yet you have revealed them unto babes. We thank you and we give you the glory, honor, and praise. We pray, Father God, that you will grace us to anchor down in your word, to search the scriptures, to study your word, to show ourselves approved unto you. We ain't got nobody else to impress, oh God, but that we can study to show ourselves uh, approved unto you, a workman that need not be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Father God, that you have counted us, oh God, worthy of these things, worthy to be called your sons and your daughters. Oh God, thank you, Father God, for the calling, the purpose, the destiny, the identity that you have placed in us. Oh God, the power, the authority, Father God, of the Christ that is in us, Father, even from the beginning, from the foundations of the world. Hallelujah. That no demon in hell can overthrow or override in the name of Jesus, Lord. We give you praise, Father God, for the iron 
iron, oh God, of the spirit that is sharpening us tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, help us to stand up under it. Help us, oh God, to walk on, to follow on, to know you, oh God. Oh God, to leave the, 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 the elementary school and go on and graduate, Father God, and go on and, 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 and uh, get a, a graduate degree and go on and get a PhD in this thing, Father, a master's of divinity in this thing. In the name of Jesus, Father, in the realm of the spirit, we want to grow. We want to mature. We want to graduate. We want to transition. We want to evolve in the name of Jesus into Christ, oh God, the fullness of the measure of the stature of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Hallelujah. Help us, God. Strengthen us. Let your strength be made perfect in our weakness. In Jesus' mighty name, stir up everything that everything that is lying dormant in in the bowels of of my brothers and sisters stir up oh god those gifts and those callings that are without repentance and if any one of them has not been filled with the holy ghost father i pray tonight oh god that you will release the holy ghost the holy ghost oh god and that with fire that you would fill them with the fire of the holy ghost oh god with the passion of the christ with the fervency of your spirit oh god and that cloven tongues of fire will rest upon them in the name of jesus god that they will speak with other tongues oh god that they will begin to decree a thing and it shall be established they'll begin to call those things that be not as though they were they begin to silence oh hallelujah the enemies of our souls in the name of jesus silence every demonic spirit oh god that is speaking lies in 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 the name of jesus father god i thank you and i give you praise right now for the victory that overcometh the world even our faith in jesus name be glorified be glorified be glorified Unto you that is able, unto you who is able to keep us from falling. Hallelujah. Unto you, Father God, be all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. We're going to have a prayer night. Uh, it's normally the third uh, Friday of the month. We skip this past Friday and Saturday. Normally we do prayer and then we do deliverance the next day morning, Saturday morning. Uh, but we skip this time because of uh, uh, resurrection, uh, uh, Passion Week and Resurrection Sunday and all of that. And so, uh, but this, this month coming in May, we will be back on that. Amen. And so I hope to see you here. But uh, beside that, I'll be here Friday. God willing, I will be here Friday night. Uh, with another live stream, Kingdom Conversations, Kingdom Conversations. And so um, we're going to be ministering uh, on that night. Amen. And uh, that is also, it's not just for me to minister, but it's also for those that God has given a word. Amen. I want to help you to release that word. Amen. Some of us are past due. Amen. We're past due and we don't have a place to release in in, in comfort and in, you know, uh, in in the company of somebody that's going to help you push it out. Amen. We we don't have a comfortable place to release, right? To push that baby out. And so that's what I I try to provide uh, with Kingdom Conversation. So if you or someone you know has a word from the Lord and you want to come and share the word of the Lord, uh, just, you know, contact me, go to my website. It's at the bottom of the screen. I screen, I am divinity.com and, uh, just go to the contact page and, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, shoot me an email and, and, and I'll get with you on that. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. I love you. And uh, I will see you soon. Amen. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye.